G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. Yes, it's the newbie here, DJ Payne, and on the line with me, I have the wonderful, the lovely Brett and Kate Ryan. I'm trying to butter them up because they're my first interview. Focus on the family, Australia. Uh, guys, thank you so much for uh, for being my first interview here on the uh, on the breakfast show. Well, we are very privileged and we'll be very gentle with you. Thank you. I need all the all the cotton wool that you have there. That's what I need. Uh, because not only have I have I jumped into the fray here at, at Vision Christian Media, you know, I've moved up uh, you know, multiple states away and my family, my lovely wife Benita and our three boys are still states away from me. I'm up here oh. by myself. Oh, that's that is sad. That is sad. So we'll be here to boost you up and encourage you. Well, yeah. be, be, especially because we're going to be talking about date nights. Well, thanks. I, I'm going to make, make make me feel even more sad that I miss my <laughs> wife here. But you're talking about date nights. <laughs> well, you can necessarily just put these in the uh, in the memory bank, and you actually say, you know what, this is what we're going to do when we're reunited. Oh, I yes. love it. I love it. Now, my wife often complains to me that, uh, like most men. You know, the romance, you know, was great before we got married. You know, I did all the wooing then, but where's all the romance now, 20-something years into our marriage? Yeah, because you're on the hunt and you wanted to uh, get your prize. And once you've mounted her onto the the, uh, mantelpiece, you don't need to do it anymore. (laughs) So that's really bad, and I apologise for the uh, metaphor. But the thing is, it's quite often you're on your best behaviour. We know that... It's not the true self. And when you get married, then the true self comes out. Mm. And I actually think we need to continue to woo our spouse. Mm. We need to continue to be on our best behavior and continue to work and be intentional on building that healthy relationship with your spouse. Okay. So, well, uh, you need to help me with this because when when she eventually does come back up here or I'm going to try to take a bit of a break over a long weekend and get down there, give me some tips. How do I woo this woman that I love so much? Oh, wow. How long have we got? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would hope that after 20-something years, you know a little bit of what she likes. Yes. Um, So I would tap into that and say, okay, well, she loves going out. If she loves going out for coffee, spend some time together and I just want to hear what's been happening. First of all, women love to be seen and heard yes. and understood. Oh. And so you just sitting, let's go and talk. Let's go spend some time, just you and me. And and so that, that way it really taps into the, the need that she's had because you've been away. Um, but even when we're in the same house, we can be so caught up with the busyness of life mm. that taking those moments out, it doesn't have to be an expensive date. It just doesn't. Um, when people go, oh, we can't afford it. Well, go for a walk. <laughs> go for a walk around the lake or, you know, the back streets to a park. Get a, I mean, Brett and I, when the kids were young, we would even take uh, a lacrosse stick or ball or something and throw that and talk. Wow. Well, we did that. And Kate always beat me. <laughs> now, were you letting her I, win I there? Were you letting? Is that part of the wooing? Letting letting her win? 
Wow. I was a PA teacher. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I had awesome. the upper hand. That's but awesome. I do think it's, as Kate was saying, is you, you tap into the, the person's language of love. Mm. And we could talk about that at another time to remind people about tapping into the, the, the needs and the, the tank that they need to be filled, uh, whether that's that time, whether it's the gifts, it's whether that's the um, spending uh, the little, little um, the ser- acts of service. These little things can make all the difference and physical touch and words of encouragement. They're the, the big five. Mm. But I think it's really important to be ongoing and continue to work on the relationship because often the children can get the best of us and life can be very busy. And it's very important that you invest in your relationship because if you don't, the kids will leave the nest and you're going to look at each other and go, who are you? (laughs) And uh, and so it's important not to be child-centric or, uh, you know, the kids are the the center of the universe, but actually to work on your relationship because you were a family before the kids arrived Mm -hmm. and you will be a family when the kids leave. Yep. And so investing in that relationship and being very intentional makes all the difference. Give me some actual things that I can do, I can say on this on this, you know, imaginary date night that we're going on. Okay. So things you can actually say and do. Well, I think just saying being apart, you know, for you guys, mm. being apart is being sucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting you should say that because our sons had to actually go away for work um, recently and his wife um, was on her own and so she went and spent a couple of nights at, at her parents' place. And then the second week he said she's actually coming to work from up where he is working because he said, boy, they've only been married a year and he said, oh. it was sucky. Yeah. <laughs> we were only apart for three nights. And he goes, we didn't like it at all. Yeah. And I said, isn't that interesting because that's God's design for marriage is that the husband is this boundary, this security. He's a protector, a whole lot of other things. And when he goes away, there's this weird void. Yes, this weird void of like something just isn't quite right. Yeah. And um, I said, God's designed it in a very beautiful way. And uh, and so – this week she's now with him. But just to encourage her and just to say, you know, you've held the fort and so you've done a great job. I so appreciate that. I so appreciate you, you know, for you particularly, I so appreciate you supporting me in this new season yeah. and allowing me to go and step into this new season, you know, because as a husband and wife, we're backing each other and wanting the best for each other. So the best thing you can do is yeah. to listen. Yeah. And, and then not, encourage. And then and not to invalidate if they if she shares something. And this is for both, you know, not mm. to actually diminish someone's feelings mm. and to really deep dig deep into how they're feeling. And if you can do that, then they can feel like, I hear you, I see you, you are valuable, mm-hmm. I'm not invalidating you, and this is real. Yeah. And so some of the best things you can do is just to simply listen. Oh, you, you did, uh, did my wife contact you guys before this interview? <laughs> is there anything? Yeah, actually, I had a few words. <laughs> yeah, <we're- laughs> We were down at Geelong last week. So oh, yeah, no, yeah. it's all coming together. Okay, uh, so listening is, is is you know, crucial. Is it just me or do guys have a problem in listening to their wives? Why do we have a – why is that such a, a stumbling block for us? Yeah, good good question, Kate. What's the answer? <laughs> well, if I had that insight, all, <laughs> all relationships would be unbelievable. Uh, now, I think a lot of men – 
don't like to share their feelings. Mm. We're not as emotionally connected as women are. Yeah, it's, and it's vulnerability. Women, are, women like to communicate and that is how they communicate is through their feelings and their emotions. Whereas men may have been brought up with don't share your feelings, don't show your weakness, don't show that you, you are vulnerable. Mm. And that's the reason why we're being programmed. And that doesn't mean that this is all, this is just a generalization. Yeah. 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 And, but I think it's important, something that we can learn, how we can communicate, and how we can handle conflict and how we can be more empathetic to our spouse. So would the next part of the date not be after I've listened and I've encouraged and I've engaged and I've validated her, do I try then to give her a little bit of vulnerability with her heart? Like say, and this is what I'm feeling. Is that is that yeah, the next absolutely. step? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, hopefully the, your wife is going to say, well, how have you been doing? Yeah, and I'll just say, yeah, good. No. Good. And then if you, yeah, and then you go, yeah. Well, isn't that isn't that the truth? When your kids get, it's like when your kids get in from you know, pick your kids up from school, and you go, "How was your day? Yeah. Good." So, what, what, what did you, you do? do? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so, don't do that. Is what you're telling me. Don't do that. No, no, share how you're feeling and be real and genuine and authentic. Yes, because what happens is if you just go, "I'm good," it just Shuts the conversation. Shuts the conversation down, yeah. shuts them down, and all it says to them, mm. so I'm going to say this from a, a woman's point of view, when a husband just says, I'm all good, that's it, well, we're done, you feel like he doesn't trust me, he doesn't value me, he doesn't want me to know him, and so it sends a whole other message Yeah. rather than- And it may have been unintentional. Yeah. Yeah, because the reason but why, the reason why it, us yeah. blokes are saying, hey, we're good is because- we love you. We trust you. It's all the opposite of what you've just said. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 saying you're good, you can say that, but then you could go on to say why. Okay. Because if you say I'm all good, and this is the things that have been going on, yeah. um, because that includes them. Because yeah. it means you. Because as a husband and wife, you're supposed to be united front, and not a force to be reckoned with together. And so, if they don't understand you or get to hear what's going on in your world, then they feel shut out. And mm. so you're not a united front. You're kind of these two divisions of the one family. Yeah. And so they want to be connected. They want to know. They want to understand you. So follow up um, your listening with good questions. Yes. Which okay. is another topic altogether. And I'll be very interested to see the questions that Becky and Robbo share about how you've gone <laughs> in your first interview. Well, <laughs> Brett and Kate, in your capable hands, uh, I think we've done okay. I think we've done you've okay. Been I think amazing. you've done very, very <laughs> <Yeah>. well. <laughs> We're looking forward to doing many more in the future. And for those people who are hearing this and going, yeah, hey, you know what? I want to do this. I want to be more intentional with my relationship. We're actually starting tonight our online marriage course. It's called Real Life, Real Love. And we'd love for you to sign up and to be able to spend an hour a week where you can invest in your relationship, be very intentional, and it'll be the catalyst for some ongoing conversations. And if you'd like to find out more details, you can sign up tonight at families.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.